0: I'm flipping through the bbb betterbusbur dot org scam tracker for just yesterday. there were eight reports of employment scans here in Vancouver just yesterday. This all refers to a headline we saw in the local papers Employment scams targeting young adults warns the better business Bureau look out for suspicious job opportunities here to tell us more is the president and ceo of the better business bureau of metro vancouver simone list back with us on cknw mornings simone good morning and welcome back
1: good morning sterling it's i'm glad to be here
0: well it's good to have you with us and it's a nasty bit of business going on by the way before we get into this uh, entry level stuff you got to thank the cops on the north shore they busted another one of those grandparent scams this week to the tune of what could have been serious dough right
1: Oh, that's wonderful news. It's, I mean, it's hard to combat these. So anytime we hear about this kind of enforcement action. is pretty
0: great. Indeed, and that's a, that was a, a group of bad guys going after a couple in their 80s uh, pretending a grandson had been arrested and they needed bail money, the standard stuff. But these people at least had the presence of mind to literally call the cops. And end of story right there. And so on the other end of the age spectrum, Simone, we have many, many young workers entering the force for the very first time. Our good friend Brent Paulington from Express Pro Employment is a regular on our show and he always has tips for beginners and a lot of what brent talks about is what you actually get to uh on your uh, and some of your tips from the better business bureau beginning with do extra research on job postings simone that mention from work working from home uh secret shopper positions all of these sorts of things that suggest boy is this job coming right to you right in your corner right where you live it may be too good to be true right
1: Well, absolutely. I mean, when you see these types of postings coming up, uh, you know, COVID has kind of normalized the idea of working from home. And so people who are newer to the workforce may not necessarily be aware um, that these are also potential scams. And we see a lot of um, scams that are, uh, you know, traditional work at home scams, like what we would have previously called just stuffing envelopes. So what those are, you know, are there advertising that you can lots and lots of money, um, stuffing envelopes from home, but really what they are is a glorified pyramid scheme and you don't earn money. Now that's a very traditional, been around for a very long time, work at home scheme. Um, but that really has broadened in, in today's world where, uh, young Canadians who aren't really necessarily aware of job practices are being contacted through, um, you know, indeed in other places with offerings that seem really great. Um, and in reality, they're just scammers trying to either get their money or get their information.
0: Well, and of course, the old Better Business Bureau cliche rears its head one more time, doesn't it, Simone? If it seems too good to be true, chances are. It is. So let's see how this one works. You're a young person. You're looking at job offers. You respond to something that looks pretty favorable for the sort of skill set you have, or perhaps even the career direction you might be looking at. So you reply, and they ask, they get right back to you, and what do they want from you when you say, I, John Smith, am interested in said job?
1: You know, it's interesting. I mean, sometimes they may go as far as setting up an interview um, hiring you. I've heard of situations where they've given you a contract, um, but push comes to shove. You know, what they end up looking for is uh, some sort of uh, your banking information, your social insurance number, your driver's license, so either personal information or they're asking you for payment. And payment can be disguised in two different ways. One is they might ask you to pay for some great training. Mm-hmm. They may ask you to pay for, you know, certifications or um, even equipment. We've heard of, of situations where people have been told that they need to purchase. They're going to be sent some money, and from that money, they're going to need to purchase computer equipment, right. and then pay the uh, the outstanding amount back uh, to the company. The problem is, is what they get is some sort of a, a counterfeit or a check that's been fraudulently um, used, and so by the time they return the money, they're now out of pocket for not only the equipment they bought, of course, but the money that they forward. That's one type of scam that we see quite commonly. Um, and then the third, of course, is where they're hired thinking that they're going to be doing some sort of mystery shopping right. or some sort of um, uh, you know financial position where really what happens is uh, they're being told to deposit money into their account, and then they're being told to transfer money through either wire transfer. We even heard Bitcoins. Um, But ultimately, really what they're doing is uh, a form of money laundering. Um, So it's really, really uh, hard for these young people who are really just trying to, you know, start their, their world, start
0: their real life. So a lot in a lot of cases, if they're asking for money for training or certification or whatever, that should be an instant red flag. But typically, though, they're pretty smooth, and this is where the this is where young people get sucked in, Simone, because uh, a very enthusiastic sounding person on the other end of the line is going, "Hey, you're the kind of person we've been looking for. Welcome to our company. We've reviewed your resume. You're our next hire. So now we need some information for you. Uh, well, obviously, we're going to need your social insurance number. We want your bank account." Because we're going to deposit your, your checks directly. And you, the enthusiastic young person about to start on his or her first job, couldn't, couldn't give this, surrender this information fast enough. And that's, of course, what they rely on, right?
1: Absolutely. And so that's where, when you were talking about doing extra research that mentions these opportunities, it's really important. I mean, these companies will potentially use well established brand names as a way of catching your attention and building trust. Um, so you know, we would I would highly recommend that you do things like you know googling the company's name plus the word scam, sure. seeing if the posting is elsewhere. Um, you know, don't give them in, your information until you are indeed contractually hired. And then if there, you feel like there's a lot of pressure, or you feel like they're offering you a lot of money for what seems really simple, mm-hmm. something's wrong there. Walk away. Yeah. Um, and and obviously, if they send you some sort of money and the, or they ask you to transfer money. That's a big no-no. Walk away. You should never have
0: to pay. Right. And here's one. This is right from your uh, your tip stuff here uh, uh, on your website. Receiving a job offer without an interview is a red flag. Be careful of companies promising amazing opportunities or a big income under the condition the employee pays for coaching, training, certification, etc. And you go on to add, never provide your social insurance number driver's license or even date of birth until after you are officially hired and that process uh, you'll be notified when you're officially hired or are the scammers pretty good at that part too Simone
1: well I think they're pretty good but at the same part like why make it easy for you for them So if a company is contacting you, I mean, I've seen resumes where people put out the information in advance. You never, ever need to give your date of birth. You don't need to tell them your gender. You know, there's so limited information that you really need to provide. Protect your identity. Don't make it easy. Um, And, you know, at at the very least, that's going to screen out some. And then these other ones that are a bit more complicated where they may interview you, that's where you've got to be really, really cautious you've got to make sure that you're not depositing checks that that you are doing your research on the company Even if they're a great, well-established company, you want to make sure it's a good job for you.
0: Yeah, well, you know, and and, uh, I I just did a little tiny bit of instant homework during the news and I went to your tracking site and there were eight reports of employment scams just yesterday in Metro Vancouver. Mm -hmm. And I went back a day and there were more on Thursday. So this is a very real present danger, especially for young people who don't have a lot of resources in the first place uh, to be just completely wiped out.
1: Absolutely. I mean, we saw that um, the employment scams in general, we do a risk report where we look at the, the top 10 scams that impact people through monetary loss, through exposure. And then, of course, um, when they are exposed, uh, you know, do they actually lose money? And employment scams react as number seven on our list. Wow. Um, and we know that this is an area that impacts Canadians that are younger in age. So it is really important to get this message out to help protect these individuals.
0: Indeed it is. And thanks very much for uh, being with us on a Saturday morning, Simone, uh, to stress the importance of this message and and, uh, to help some young would-be workers get a good job and not get ripped off. We do appreciate it.
1: Anytime.